Welcome to Concafe for the 16th day of August, year of our Lord 2021. A very special day in Nelly and my life because on this day, some years ago, seemed like 12, 14 years ago, it was a little bit more, our youngest born was born and we celebrate Caitlin Valverde Munoz uh, on this day and we thank God for her and for her life and Caitlin has blessed us with our two grandsons, Liam, Carlos, and Eli Ryan. And we thank God for them and for her husband, Jesse Munoz. They uh, were kind enough to drop the two boys off with us, and we're enjoying their company, and they're having a birthday weekend together. We thank God for them. God bless them. Keep them safe. And I thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you for this personal privilege that I took. And we're looking at the gospel for this coming Sunday. It's the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 56 through 69. And we're reading these in the New International Version of the Bible in a devotional that we're calling the saddest verse in the Bible, question mark? Yes, there are many of these, but we'll talk about that in a minute. This asks the question, could this possibly be the saddest verse in the Bible? You tell me. Hear now the word of God. We're going to verse 56 of chapter 6 of John. These are the words of Jesus. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died. But whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, this is, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And as the people of God, we say thanks be to God. Well, a happy Monday to you, Concafe family. And I pray you, dear listener, dear friend, as you're reading, you also will hear these words. We need, all of us need to be a blessing of life and love to all with whom we encounter today. Bless God and bless God's family. And friends, I ask as we pray today that we may continue to hold Eva Boskamp in our prayers. She continues in the hospital and some in her family have COVID and thus are not able to visit her as they would like. Prayers for their healing and comfort. Please pray for one another. Pray for your needs. And I would like to ask that we lift up prayers for our pastors. Some have been very busy in these last few weeks and the pressure of this COVID getting stressful again is worrying 
some of them kind of thin. I ask that we pray for every one of our pastors. May God share with them strength, peace, and the pace that only God can, can give to them. We thank God for them and their efforts on our behalf. Well, friends, as I said, there are many sad verses in the Bible. They are there because the Bible is an honest book. The Bible hides nothing and reveals everything. And what's even more odd is that this verse that I'm calling one of the saddest verses in the Bible is found in 666. That's right, chapter 6, verse 66. It reads, and I'll read it again. You may have not heard it as a sad verse, but I hear it as one, and I'm quoting, From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Ouch. That means many of those who said they were following Jesus turned back and no longer followed Jesus. But the verse right before says that Jesus had known from the beginning that some would not believe and many who would betray him. Now, if you've ever been a part of an organization and you lost members, you know how it feels to lose members. If you lose members from your church, you know how much that hurts you. And imagine the kind of hurt it puts on the leadership of that church, especially the pastors. Can you imagine Jesus's response? True, he knew ahead of time, but being fully human and fully God, it still must have hurt to know that those who had heard the words of life still chose to reject them and to reject Jesus himself. That makes it, in my opinion, one of the saddest verses in the Bible. And what's even sadder to me is that people still reject Jesus and they reject his church and they even reject Jesus's people. And yes, we press on. Brothers and sisters, we have much work to do because we have access to the truth about life and life after life. In fact, it was a discussion about the truth that made the disciples ask about it. Jesus begins this passage by again speaking about the heavenly food that lasts beyond this life. If one seeks to truly partake in Christ's ministry and body, they are assured their place in the heavenly reward. Jesus is the bread of life who, come, who came down from heaven so that the world might find in him eternal life. Jesus reminds those listening of their own death. Even if you're a descendant of those who ate manna in the desert, Jesus said, that counts for nothing. Your ancestors died, and so will those who have not eaten, eaten of this bread. And while this teaching, and all of this while teaching in a synagogue in Capernaum, many of the mind, like those even today who still say to pastors, don't use that passage, it's not at all uplifting, and who wants to hear sad things in church? And friends, even some of his disciples asked Jesus, or told Jesus, and asked him, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Jesus has to ask, does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? What would you think? The Spirit gives life, Jesus continued. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. In close quotes. And people voted with their feet. And away from Jesus they went. A deep sigh right here, dear friends. I will confess that as a pastor during my active ministry, I went through many a season of wondering why I was still doing what I was doing. And I told God about it every time. I know many dear friends and colleagues who also have confessed that to me as well. 
and it was a common saying among some of us, ministry would be all right if it wasn't for the people. And yes, that holds true for many a job and many a career, but being on the spiritual plane of the church, it becomes quite difficult at times for us to continue on. We have a very real spiritual enemy who loves nothing more than to see us discouraged and not willing to continue. So many, a pastor has at one time or another had the idea, well, next year I'll be selling cars, or next year I'll be in banking, or next year I'll be teaching. And yes, even undertaking. One friend said it was a breath of fresh air to go from working with people who talk back to working with people who don't talk back. Well, thank God many of us never walked away from Jesus. Yes, we have tried to hide and or run from him, but never abandoned him. For what the disciples told Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? That still holds true today. Lord, who, is, who else is out there? You are the one that have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Indeed, and amen. Dear friend, I don't know where you are in your walk. I pray you're walking with Jesus. But dear one, I pray that you're still on the path that leads to eternal life. Yes, the challenges get hard. And yes, sometimes we do say things or think things or even do things that we shouldn't do. And sometimes the way out seems a better way. But do not be fooled. Listen, do not be fooled. Christ is still the way and the truth and the life. Anything or anyone else is a liar. So friends, let us stay with the truth. Let's pray. Loving God, you holy are you, and holy is your Son, and your Holy Spirit. In you we find the answers for our souls, and so forgive us the times we have been tempted or lured away. Help us hold fast to you and to life. Bless us to be a blessing to others. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you so much for tuning in. I pray this has blessed your life. I pray that you indeed know the truth the way and the life, and that's Jesus Christ. And I pray that you would have a great and blessed day in the Lord and that you would share hope about love with someone today. That's your assignment. Share hope about life and love with someone today. Receive my blessings of hope and peace. I'm Pastor Adi Wadabeda. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.